0: This is BarkCast. On each episode of BarkCast, your questions will be answered by professional, senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell. Hi Russell, how's your week been here at Canine Point Academy?
1: It's been good mate, thanks for asking.
0: Excellent, so I have a question today... Uh Uh-oh. Well, it's not really a question. It's more of a... Statement of fact. Yes. So, as you know, I was in the UK recently, and we stayed in a place called the New Forest. Lovely spot. Thank you very much. And for those uh, listeners who don't know what the New Forest is, it's a forest that's relatively new compared to the older forest, which is older.
1: That's one way of putting it.
0: Mm. It's a national park. It's full of dog walkers. And I noticed when I was out there... And I was running every morning, as you can probably tell.
1: Which is why you're so fit and trim on your return.
0: Thank you very much for that. I'll take that. But what I noticed was the dog owners in the UK, and especially around the forest, seemed to be... Different. Yeah, and well-prepared and, dare I say, polite. <laughs> um, and I'll give you a couple of examples. Sure. So I was with my kids and we were building a den in the forest and a couple of times when we were just in this in one area people would come walking their dogs and a, a lot of the dogs weren't on leads mm-hmm. um, but you'd hear from a distance guys are you okay with dogs before we even sometimes before we even saw the dog come in um, and every time we obviously said yes yeah. don't worry because we've got a dog but I'd never been asked that before living in Phuket
1: there's just a very different culture well not just in the UK but anywhere Um, in term when it was specifically about dog ownership and how we act and engage, not just with our dogs, but in public with dogs as well. So, um, and broadly speaking, the, in one of the, the the big ticket items in terms of differences between say the UK and here is actual laws around what you can and cannot do with your dog and what you should do in terms of how you behave and look after them in public versus here. Now, yeah, there are some laws here. Like you are supposed to pick up your dog's poop off the street if your dog does so. You're not supposed to have your dogs um, off leash. You're not supposed to have your dogs on the beach. But you're supposed to wear a helmet when you're on your motorbike and et cetera, et cetera. So the laws here are so incredibly lax. And equally, we're on a tropical island. Everything's sort of relaxed. It's all about just, hey, we're just, you know have a beer at the sunset and everything. we're on on a permanent holiday because we're on this tropical island. So therefore, we're very lax and therefore our lives with our dogs is very lax as well. People behave here so very, very differently than if they took that very same dog and went back home, be it the UK, the US, Australia and what have you. Mostly because all of a sudden, if they let said dog off leash to run around its local estate or a beach or have you back home, they'd quite possibly get in trouble for it.
0: Very true. All those very good points. Um, the, the, the toilet, the dog picking up the poo one is an interesting thing because most of the people I saw had little pouches with yeah. bags. Um, although I have to say, there obviously were many times I did see um, toilet, I'm trying to be polite, dog poo on the floor. But also, I, I, I do like the one where you see the dog poo hanging in the tree in the bags. So, I, mean, I, I don't the, get that. Yeah,
1: right. I mean, one of the things that winds me up no end, and I, I see this a lot here. Is people have taken the time and effort to scoop up the poop in a little plucky bag, tie it in a knot, and then they've just left it there. Now, the one thing, the one thing I will give them a little the benefit of the doubt on is because I do this sometimes. If I've just started a plod, and little man over here has decided right, it's it's an early doors poop.
0: Can I just say that's Brie, not me?
1: Yeah, we probably should highlight that yeah. this is radio, not TV. Good mm-hmm. point. So if Bree decides, right, early doors, I'm getting us out of the way now. So rather than me carrying a bag of poop with me, yeah, I will bag it, tie knot, drop it where it is, and carry on with our walk, knowing that when we come back, I can pick it up and just take it straight to the car.
0: As long as you're doing a loop, Russell, because if you're not, that's a silly idea. Correct. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you've got to sort of, you know, obviously plan ahead. Because, um, yeah, I mean, who wants to be, especially if you're walking two, three or four dogs... Um, That's a lot of poop you've got to schlep around. So I can appreciate people might think, I will pick this up on the way back. And you're just beholden to when you and I have gone for our walks and seen poop bags hanging out of trees, thinking, odd. I just lay in hope that that person has carried on with their walk, but they're going to pick it up on the way back.
0: The other thing, and and this isn't, this is really an interesting Bartcast. It's more about my. um...
1: You've just really stumbled into the, the changing, the change of culture in terms of dog ownership how we as people as dog owners act in public
0: and that was kind of the question that i'm trying to ask but not really asking is what should dog owners be like is that, that that's a terrible Yeah like word how to put should it, they but, behave but um, how should they behave and i know the the problem i'm going to have with this conversation is probably the people that do listen to this podcast are probably already very responsible things, yes. dog owners and the yeah. people that don't listen to barkcast are maybe the ones that we are targeting to. Yeah. So I, I hope that maybe there's one or two of those that do listen to this, because mm. it does go out on the radio. So if you are driving now and you're not a responsible dog owner, make sure you listen to this yeah. now. <laughs> Pay attention. Um, but let me just to highlight a couple of other things that I saw, and then we'll, we'll get to you with my question about how should a dog owner mm. be, you know, out in public when they're walking their dog one other thing that i always notice especially here is when the dogs are just let loose to go crazy all you hear from a distance is it's okay he's friendly
1: which is my personal bugbear yeah and yeah. it
0: bugs me as well because if i let if i did that with my kids and just let my kids go and jump on people's um, if they're at the beach and they're having a picnic, and I let my kids go and jump on, I'm going to get it in the neck. And yeah, you know, the they are just to... being friendly. Yeah, exactly. You're if I'm just sanding my
1: sandwiches. So It's all right, Zahara's just
0: friendly when she yeah. puts her snake all over your sandwiches. Yeah, she yeah. does have a snake, by the way. Yeah. So there was a point yeah. to the snake thing.
1: The and un- yes, we can have some fun with that. But it but the other side to that is it's okay. My dog's friendly. Terrific. I am so happy for you. What if mine isn't?
0: Or what if I'm not friendly to dogs as well? What if
1: I'm what if my son that's with me is terrified of dogs, right? What what, if, what if insert any number of things here? So kind of dialing back to, to your point, um, being in the UK, how people are at least asking, hey, are you guys okay with dogs? Hey, is your dog friendly? It's at least giving people a chance to say, as you did, yeah, sure, of course, because most people would probably say, yeah, it's fine, yeah, no worries, and the dog can come up and... I'm I'm less concerned at this stage, uh, if we focus more on the, the, the human element rather than the dog, I don't care if this dog is a little bit wild and crazy and jumping up or anything. That, that's a side issue. But as long as someone said, Hey, is your dog friendly or you know, do you mind dogs if he comes over to give me the opportunity to say yay or nay. And if I say yes, then fine, everything. It doesn't. Yeah. The dog jumps up. I don't care. Cause I've already said yes. It's that's on me. But equally, if I'm in a position where I'm saying, Hey, no, thank you, but I'd rather you kept your dog back. As long as that owner is able to say, yeah, sure, no worries. Hey, Rover, come here. We'll leave them alone and move on. Then happy days.
0: Do you think that would really happen here? So, I, I say here, look, this is... We're being very specific yeah, to it, I guess, and we shouldn't be.
1: But again, in places like Europe, the US, Australia, there are stricter laws around this sort of thing. So if your dog was off-leash, like if, if I've got a dog off-leash and he runs up and he jumps on Zahara and knocks her over... Um, I could potentially depend on how you deal with that situation, be in quite a bit of trouble. Why wasn't I controlling my dog regardless of the fact he's just a super friendly, over exuberant insert dog breed here. Um, and God forbid that was a dangerous dog breed, which is yet another can of worms. Chihuahua. Exactly. Um, then that also adds to the list of problems that you can have. The culture here just seems to be just so much more relaxed um, that people are just like, yeah, it's just the dog's just doing their thing, just having a run, having a pee, having a sniff, just chill out, man. Completely oblivious to the other people and indeed the other dogs that are that part of the equation. I mean, I I always bang on on this barcast. Your dog should be on leash unless you've got full control, unless you're able to call it back. And I'm confident... A lot, if not the bulk of listeners to the podcast will say, yeah, I kind of understand what you're saying, but I like it when my dog's off leash, hooning up and down the beach, they burn off all that energy and I want to see them run. I get that. All right. I'm, I'm not blind to it. I totally get it. But at the same time, you have to bear the responsibility as the owner as to how that might affect other people. Because you're right. If... If a crazy lab comes, and if I'm sitting down at the beach having a beer with you and we're having a serious chat and suddenly the dog just comes and bounces all over us and kicks the bottles over and kicks sand everywhere, you know, knocks one of your kids flying. um, Who wants that? And someone says, oh, it's just my dog being friendly as if that's a good enough excuse. Whereas if that had been your kids had gone over to a couple of people sitting out, chilling out on the beach, kick sand at them, run all over them, jumped over them. You just, no one in their right mind would say, oh, we understand it's just kids being kids. They would be all over you for your rubbish parenting skills and giving you all of that, and rightly so. The same has to be true for the dogs. And one of the other things I find here, particularly in, in somewhere like Phuket, dog ownership, a lot of the dogs that we see aren't just the you know, your pedigree Labradors and Goldens. There's obviously a lot of them but a lot of these dogs are quote unquote, rescue dogs. We've gone to the pound, we've gone to the shelters, and before we go any further, yes, I would absolutely advocate that you do that. I would seriously consider going to one of these shelters and rescuing a dog before perhaps going to buy one from a, a mill or wherever. That said, the emotional entanglement that most people have with that is part of the problem. I've rescued this dog from the pound, Therefore, I know this dog, however old it is, 10 weeks, 10 months, whatever, has had an awful life up until now. I have to give it the best life possible. I have to make up for that lost time. I have to give you all this love and freedom and fun, which equates to, I'm gonna give you absolutely no rules, no boundaries, no nothing. So feel free to run amok on this beach. Feel free to run amok on this estate. When others see that and complain about it, um, it's like, well, you know, he's, he's free, he's just doing his thing, he's, he's had a rough life, and you know, this, this is what he deserves, and it's just rubbish. In the same way that if you went and adopted a child, you wouldn't just say, well, I've just rescued you from that orphanage, I'm going to let you do whatever, you don't want to go to school, don't go to school, you want to go and hang out in the street, hang out in the street. You put a lot of time and effort into structure and discipline and guidance to help them be quote unquote, a better version of themselves or whatever it is, um, however we label it. The same has to be true for the dog. I feel like I've rambled quite a lot.
0: No, I, everything you said was right. I'm just trying to work out how do we get that message across? Because so many times, and I, I know, and, and this is maybe it's my therapy session, but so many times I've been on the beach and dogs have come screaming up to me and I just to the, like, I just want to tell the owner, what are you doing? Just, you know, stay away. But if you have that, I, as in, Mm. you're slightly different because you're a lot more aggressive is the wrong word.
1: (laughs) No, no, it's actually, in this case, probably the right word because I can be aggressive You can
0: be aggressive, but you can also, you're very strong. I've always said that, whereas I don't like confrontation. But when I do, I I, I then feel guilty that I'm the one And then Oh, mate, it's just a dog. Don't worry about it, you know. And I've had it with a, once I was with my kids and I had Maximus on the lead, there was a lady running and she didn't have a dog in the lead. And the dog just, you know what Maximus is yeah. like? Uh, unfortunately, Maximus gives off this aura of, he, he's the dude in the room and he's a bit yeah. quirky. And even though he was on the lead, this other dog stopped and started to get upset with Maximus, even though I had Maximus sat, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And the lady went crazy at me because I was shouting at her, hey, get your dog in the lead, get your dog in the lead. And she goes, oh, it's your dog started it, your dog started it. I'm like,
1: but but it, doesn't it matter who didn't. Start, but hey, it, at that point, it doesn't matter who started it. That's at that point irrelevant. And a lot of the time it's most people don't actually know which dog started it. No, of course Most people say it's the dog that lunged and barked first is the one that started it. And that might be the case. It might also not be the case. It will depend on the, the body language and temperament of the other dog as well. And that's often the part that they miss. So my argument is I don't care who starts it. It's more of a case of as long as we've got both under control... Who cares? Because we can just walk on and move on from it.
0: And that is the the key thing is is people just don't seem to want to keep their dogs under control. No. And what would happen, there must be cases where people are getting bitten and attacked. Sure. And and, and what's the, how does that work here?
1: So legally, and I have been through this, if your dog bites um, another person or another dog, um, you are in a world of hurt. If your dog bites another dog or another person, but your dog was on leash and you were doing all that you can to control your dog, the law is on your side. And I've been through this. I was with, I won't mention sort of names and what have you, but I was with a a rather large dog that had come to me specifically for A, some more control and B, to work with his dog-dog aggression. He was very reactive to other dogs. He had bite history with other dogs he was a handful around other dogs that was why he was with me and i was out walking with it and he it's the classic he's a lovely dog except four um and he'd been doing really well with us i was out for a walk i saw another person coming along with their three little i think they were sort of terrier shih tzu dogs the very classic running around yap 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 bark bark snap 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 and I was pleading with him. I had the dog with me in a down, on leash, next to me. And I'm pleading with this woman, could you please keep your dog's back or leash them up and walk on? He bites. He is very dog reactive. Now he's on leash. He's not going anywhere. But this is a felt on us because you're ruining our day right now. And you know, this could have a consequence. The way it played out was one of the small dogs was right up to this other, this other bigger dog's nose, yap, yap, yap in his face. And bless his cottons, he didn't move a muscle. He wanted to. I mean, you could see he, he was ready to go.
0: At this point, should I say it was amazing training? By It was amazing training. Yeah, I was,
1: I was really proud of him at this point, but I was also aware that we're on a threshold here. But how was the woman then to you? Oh, just laughing. Oh, it's okay. He's just playing. And he's a small dog. What's he going to do to your big dog? He's just playing. I'm like, you're not getting the message. At which point the little one just stepped forward with his paw and caught the bigger one on the nose. And I mean, there was a tiny, the teeny tiniest of scratches, but that was too much and that was game over. And he just launched and went. So, and there was multiple, the dogs survived just. Uh, There was a very hefty vet bill with my lawyers involved. And we were in the clear because the dogs on leash under control. I've been pleading with you, keep your dogs back, keep your dogs back. You're not listening. You think it's a game. This is what happens.
0: There you go. And that comes from a, a trainer saying this. Um, just to wrap this up, and I know this isn't really, <laughs> it's a slightly different, but I think it's important. Um, just can you give us a couple of top tips for when people are out walking their dogs from the human point of view and, and you know what should they be doing?
1: I think the easiest way to, to summarize it would be just please be respectful of other people and other people's dogs. Because just because, and everyone, when everyone says, oh, my dog's really friendly, that's not always the case. All right. Their dog might actually not be overly friendly and quite a dominant, you know, forward thing. Like I'm going to go, and, I need to go and check this out. Um, but look, I'm going to put that to one side. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You've all got the most wonderful, friendliest dogs going. Great. But just because your dog is friendly doesn't mean my dog is friendly. It doesn't mean my dog wants your dog in its space. Be respectful. Hey, is your dog friendly? Can they meet and play? And if it all goes pear-shaped after that, well, at least you've both, oh, oops, we made a mistake. Okay, well, that's a separate thing. But you've asked that question. And that's, for me, the biggest thing. If, If other people might not like dogs, they might be scared of them. They might be allergic. Kids might be terrified.
0: Oh, trust me, I know my daughter takes her snake everywhere and it, she parts the seas like Moses. Yeah, no, I can, a lot of times. I can
1: absolutely believe it. And so, and equally, in terms of one other sort of small caveat with this, if, if you're out walking your dog and you're, you know, you are trying to do the right thing, your dog's on leash or you're working with them, doing some drills and recalls, in an ideal world, you want your dog's interactions, particularly if we're dealing with younger dogs and puppies, to be as positive and as fun and as engaging in the right way as possible and if they're just getting lamped by other dogs sort of charging into them it can have the effect of either freaking them out and making them quite concerned and nervous about other dogs which is something you're going to have to deal with later in life or they just learn oh this is how we normally play we just run and smash and bounce into each other and bite and that's that's normal which obviously it isn't because then they go and meet the wrong dog that's like no that's That's not polite and they get a whopping correction for it and they don't know why. So the simple thing, just be conscious. I don't, don't worry about how friendly you think your dog is. Just be respectful of other people and at least ask that question first. And if you're going to ask the question, Hey, Jay, are you and your kids okay with my dog coming over to say hi? Just make sure you're in a position to deal with the, no, we're not. Because just saying, hey, it's okay, my dog's friendly. Are you okay with him? If I say no and you're like, well, tough, I can't call him back anyway, that doesn't help.
0: I'll keep Maximus on the leash then. Yeah. Shall I? <laughs> but
1: we like Maximus.
0: He's <laughs> lovely. Not many people like his draw. Right, <laughs> on that note, thanks, mate. I, I'm pleased we did this one. Like I said, it was, a, it was just something I noticed when I was in the UK. Cool. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, bye. 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 If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long-term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy. BarkCast was created and produced by Shark 13 Productions. If you are looking to start a podcast or would
1: like to learn more about how a podcast can work alongside your current marketing plans, then contact us now at j at shark13productions.com.